1: That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, full work, by law, 18 plus, terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Just go to cars.com. It's magical.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of SB Nations, the Dream Shakes, the Dream Take podcast. My name is Michael, the Hebrew Hammer Brown. I am flying Han Solo today, live here on Spotify Green Room. Um, So to everyone who is going to be joining the show here shortly to discuss all things our NBA Mock Draft 2.0 related, I thank you very much. Uh, We'll give you all some time to hop into uh, the room and get situated. Um, But without further ado, it is NBA Draft Week. It is certainly one of uh, the Dream Shake's favorite times of the year. It's uh, a time that we haven't been, you know, very invested in over the past few years because the Rockets have been on the verge of making late playoff runs. So draft picks were never at a premium on those teams this year. That is very different. So we have been heavy on the NBA draft talk over the past couple of weeks, and finally we have reached the uh, week of the NBA draft this Thursday night. Uh, very, very exciting. Uh, things going to be happening, hopefully, for the Houston Rockets amongst other teams in uh, the league. So what we will do uh, on today's show is we will literally take you picks one through 30, uh, either myself or guests of the show who are joining us live on Spotify Green Room will make the uh, draft picks. Uh, so without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into uh, the discussion of, uh, the dream shakes, the dream takes, uh, NBA mock draft 2.0, uh, full mock draft. So here we go. Uh, let's go ahead and start with pick number one. Uh, there's, there's been some debate and there's actually a tweet that got sent out today, uh, by one, uh, Adrian Warjanowski um, that indicated that the, uh, The Detroit Pistons have still not made up their mind uh, between uh, Jalen Green, uh, Evan Mobley, and Kate Cunningham. I think this is some posturing on the Detroit Pistons uh, front for a couple of reasons. Number one, I feel like they would be equally as happy taking Jalen Green at number two and getting a King's Ransom for the number one pick. I think the only teams that would be willing to do that at this point would be the Rockets or the Cavaliers with either the second or the third pick, because I don't believe the Pistons want to drop any lower than third. I think ultimately no team is going to pay that king's ransom of what the Pistons want, and they end up keeping the number one pick and taking Kate Cunningham, the point guard from Oklahoma State. Um, The kid is going to be an absolute superstar. 20.1 points per game is what he averaged at Oklahoma State six and a half rebounds, three and a half assists. I know he's coming into the league as a point guard is what it notes on most draft websites. I would contend he's going to end up being more of a guard forward, uh, watching his game, very reminiscent of, uh, Jason Tatum, uh, when he came out of Duke, I think Cade needs to put on a little bit of weight, um, put on some muscle. And I think, Give him a year or a year and a half, and I think he's going to be a bona fide superstar. So with the first overall pick, the Detroit Pistons take Cade Cunningham in the Dream Takes um, mock draft, uh, moving very swiftly to the second overall pick, uh, our America's Houston Rockets. Uh, This, for me, I started off draft season really, really wanting Evan Mobley. I still do want Evan Mobley because I feel like the Rockets are really missing that in-the-paint-defender-of-the-rim type guy, and Evan Mobley would fit that bill. But when you have a guy who's got the upside of a Jalen Green who last year uh, in the G League did average 17.9 points, 4.1 rebounds, and three assists uh, a game, he's an elite scorer, explosive athleticism. Um, I think he has the chance to be very, very special for uh, whoever selects him. And that will be the Houston Rockets with the second overall pick. Uh, Moving towards the Cleveland Cavaliers. You talk about a team that just recently acquired um, Jared Allen, uh, formerly of the Brooklyn Nets. I don't believe they're going to want to re-sign Jared Allen to the massive contract that he's going to get on the free agency market this uh, upcoming offseason. for those reasons, very easily the Cleveland Cavaliers will run to the podium to select big man Evan Mobley from uh, USC, the seven footer. Uh, again, weight is an issue for a lot of guys who are coming into the draft. So I won't specifically noted for every single, um, for every single team that we talk about, but Evan Mobley at 215 pounds, he's going to need to put on about 20 to 25 pounds of muscle, Uh, but he's got the ability, everything you could want uh, to be the future big man in the middle for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, So that takes us to our uh, number four pick for the Toronto Raptors. Uh, This pick for me comes down to two different guys, either Jalen Suggs guard out of Gonzaga or, uh, Jonathan uh, Kaminga, um, Jonathan Kaminga, who I-, I like a lot uh, with his uh, position that uh, he has uh, currently uh, in the you know coming into the league, um, but with the fourth overall pick, I am going to uh, select Jalen. Suggs for the Toronto Raptors, the six foot four guard uh, had a good year for a great team in Gonzaga. Uh, Jalen Suggs, the upside there, uh, I think is too much for the Toronto Raptors to uh, pass up on. Um, When you look at the number five selection, um, you look at the, the Orlando Magic, I feel like the Orlando Magic, they've got the number five pick and they've got the number eight pick as well. Um, could the magic make a move, uh, to get, let's say to number four, uh, to move up slightly to go get their guy. If their guy drops, uh, that is something to keep an eye on, but in this version of the mock draft, uh, we're not going to do any trades. So with the number five overall selection, I have the Orlando magic, uh, selecting Scotty Barnes from Florida state, uh, university. Uh, Scotty Barnes is a, uh, guy that I feel like is going to be one of the better players, uh, in this draft. Uh, when you look at today's NBA and what you need to succeed, you need size, you need length, uh, you need the ability to play multiple positions. And that's what Scotty Barnes does. He's six foot eight. He's listed as a power forward, uh, or a small forward. I think he can play. Multiple different positions. Uh, he's a multifaceted type guy who is going to be the Swiss Army knife for your team for years to come. So, with the number five overall pick, I have got Scotty Barnes going to the Orlando Magic. If Scotty Barnes does go number five, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder with three picks uh, in the first round. The Thunder have pick number six, number 18, and they also have. Um give me a second here while I track it down. They have six, sixteen, and number eighteen. Uh they're going to get a guy uh also from the University of uh excuse me um Jonathan Kaminga, uh who I do believe went to Gonzaga as well. Let me verify that in just a second. But let's talk a little bit about Jonathan Kaminga going to the uh, Oklahoma City uh, Thunder. Jonathan Kaminga is a guy that is highly talented. Excuse me, he did not go to Kentucky. My apologies. He came came out of the G League, very reminiscent of Jalen Green. Um, So, uh, Jonathan Kaminga, NBA ready type body coming into the league. I think he's going to struggle a little bit shooting the ball. He's got to Uh, improve that. When you look at the three-point percentage, he only shot 25% from the three-point line in his time uh, in the G League, um, and he attempted five a game. So when you're going to attempt five three-pointers a game to only shoot uh, 25% from the three-point line, that has to improve. Uh, But the other intangibles that he brings with him, the the athleticism, the fact that he played in the G League versus the NCAA will benefit him, especially – uh, in this draft uh, process. So Jonathan Kaminga goes number six uh, to the war, to the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Uh, let's move to the, gold, the very hated Golden State Warriors, who are picking seventh. Uh, the Warriors are in an interesting spot because they've got picks number seven and number 14. Uh, could this be another scenario? Uh, where the the Warriors try to uh, package either one or two of these picks to get a guy like a Bradley Beal uh, because the Warriors are very clearly in uh, win-now mode. So do they? we're going to, again, assume that they take all of these picks. Um, This pick, to me, uh, I'm going to go with the guard out of um, Connecticut. I'm going to go with James Boonight. Uh, James Bounight is a guy that I feel that is going to have uh, a huge future in the NBA. Uh, Why? The guy is just a walking, as the kids say, he is a walking bucket. Um, While at the University of Connecticut, uh, averaged 19 points a game, six rebounds a game. He's six foot five, prototypical guard for today's NBA. The one aspect of his game, again, he's got to improve his three-point shooting. Uh, he shot 29.3% um, of the, the three ball. And a lot of the concerns about his three-point shooting were quashed according to numerous reports out there that he was able to present himself well enough uh, that he was able to, to hit the three ball at a good enough clip to ease some of the concerns of NBA teams. And his uh, stock is skyrocketing right now all across the league, this is really good insurance uh, for the guard position, for the Warriors, especially with a guy like Klay Thompson, who has been uh, injured the past couple of years. So uh, number seven guard, uh, James Boonight, comes off of uh, the draft board. Uh, now, moving back to the Orlando Magic uh, with their second pick here. So the first pick that they took, was Scotty Barnes out of uh, Florida State? Uh, the next guy that I have them selecting is shooting guard uh, Moses Moody, six foot six, 205 pounds from Arkansas. Th- this kid is going to be good. Um, when you talk about he's a three and D uh, type guy, while at the University of Arkansas, uh, he shot 36% from three. And if you're shooting 36% from three in college, you would like to think that a guy can maintain that shooting percentage going into the pros, if not get slightly better. If you're going to be a guy who can shoot 37 to 42% in the in the league, you're going to have a job for a long time. Um, so the Magic shore up not only the wing position with Scotty Barnes, but you're also getting a guy like Moses Moody. You combine that with Markel Fultz and some of the other young pieces that the Magic have moving forward. I give the Magic an A-plus draft if they're able to come away with Moody and Scotty Barnes. Moving to the Sacramento Kings, who have done nothing but screw up the draft outside of De'Aaron Fox over the past few years, a la Marvin Bagley. Uh, with the ninth overall pick, you, you look at the rest of this board, and there's still a ton of talent on the board. I think a guy that they're going to take, I don't necessarily love this prospect at all but he's a consensus top 10 to top 12 guy. <coughs> Excuse me. Top 10 to top 12 guy across all major draft boards. Franz Wagner, small forward out of Michigan, six foot nine, 220 pounds. I'm just not sure what NBA scouts and the NBA draft community. see in a guy like Franz Wagner, six foot nine, He averaged 12.5 points, 6.5 rebounds, 3 assists, and he shot 35% uh, uh, from 3. Now, when you look at some of the draft notes about this kid, I don't think it necessarily means a whole lot when they start referencing his free throw percentage and why that's something to look at and say, oh, he's going to be a great player at the next level. Uh, He shot 35% from 3, so that's a positive. Uh, he doesn't have great lateral quickness. I think this would be a reach for Sacramento. But when I look at the rest of the board, you know, me personally, I think a guy like a Jalen Johnson makes sense here. I think a guy like Josh Giddy out of Australia would make sense here as well. Um, but I am going to go Franz Wagner uh, for the Sacramento Kings at number nine. Uh, speaking of Josh Giddy with the 10th overall pick, I have the Pelicans selecting the Australian there. Uh, Josh Giddy is the type of guy, uh, six foot eight, 205 pounds. Again, this is insurance for the Charlotte Hornets as it pertains to Gordon Hayward. Uh, Josh Giddy, uh, you know, you, you've got LaMelo Ball on the team. They need to give him some, some wing help in addition to a guy like Gordon Hayward who got severely overpaid by them just last season. He's a perimeter player with size um you know the he played overseas in the same league that his teammate LaMelo Ball also played in. So he fared decently well in that league. Showed that he could play at a relatively high level. He's shown enough to me in the video that I have watched of him that he will be a top 10 pick. Um, so when you start looking at the top 10, uh, number, we'll recap every 10 picks uh, before we move on to 11 to 20 and then 21 to 30. Uh, Kate Cunningham goes number one in the uh, Dream Takes uh, 2.0 mock draft. The Rockets select Jalen Green. The Cavaliers select Evan Mobley, big man out of USC. The Toronto Raptors select Jalen Suggs. The Magic select Scotty Barnes. The Oklahoma Thunders select Jonathan Kaminga. The Warriors at number seven select James Boonight. The Magic select Moses Moody. The Kings at number nine select Franz Wagner out of Michigan. And at number 10, the Pelicans select Josh Giddy out of Australia. Quickly moving into the number 11 pick, uh, I have the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and excuse me, the the number 10 pick with the Pelicans, uh, I gave a uh, description for the Hornets instead of the Pelicans, so my sincerest of apologies there. But Josh Giddey going to the Pelicans, especially with the trade uh, today that was made by the Pelicans front office, uh, trading away, excuse me, my apologies, we're doing this mock draft, that 10th overall pick now belongs to the Memphis Grizzlies. So, Let's backtrack a little bit. Let's move the uh, Grizzlies into the number 10 selection. It will move the Pelicans down to the number 17 uh, selection. So we will discuss. So if we have with this board, the Pelicans move uh, to number 10, I'm going to have them ironically selecting Josh Giddy as well. I feel like Josh Giddey, would fit either the pelicans or the Grizzlies uh, what they need on the wing I know that the the pelicans do have um, Brandon Ingram um, so the the tenth overall pick to the to the Grizzlies goes Josh giddy so Josh giddy is now going to the pelicans at number 10. You got to love live podcasting, guys. Um, so Josh Giddey goes to the Grizzlies at number 10 to fill in on that roster with the likes of uh, the stud point, John Morant, and then they also have now Steven Adams. Uh, they've got some other really nice young pieces. They made the playoffs this past year. So Josh Giddey, after all of that, goes to the Grizzlies at number Ten, number eleven pick. The Charlotte Hornets select Jalen Johnson, small forward uh, out of uh, Duke. Six uh, foot nine, two hundred and twenty pounds has one of the best NBA ready bodies that I have seen. Um, at six foot nine, he averaged six rebounds for Duke in a down uh, year. Uh, he's a former five star prospect. Um, that I-, I think he is a guy in the right system running alongside uh, LaMelo Ball in Charlotte is going to be uh, a good pick for them to add to that young core. So uh, Jalen Johnson goes number 11. Uh, You look at the number 12 selection with the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio Spurs just got rid of LaMarcus Aldridge this past year. They need to add another big man to that fold. So with the number 12 pick, The San Antonio Spurs select Kai Jones power forward out of the University of uh, Texas. So, Kai Jones had a down year at the University of Texas. The amount of talent that Shaka Smart had at Texas and the amount of success that he had uh, is shockingly bad. Um, When you look at Kai Jones, he's a stretch big At the next level, in my opinion, made 13 out of 34 three-pointers he attempted as a sophomore while at the University of Texas. So a guy who shoots 39%, not a great number of threes, but still shows that he has the ability to hit that shot when he needs to. I think will be key uh, for the Spurs. I think he's got a good mid-range game as well. Uh, So with the 12th overall pick, the San Antonio Spurs select Kai uh, Jones. As we continue here with the number 13 overall pick, uh, we are going to go with a member of the national championship, uh, Baylor-Bear winning team, point guard Davion Mitchell. Breaking down Davion Mitchell for the Pacers. I know that they're looking to add some guard depth with Malcolm Brogdon. They've got their front core pretty much solidified with uh, Sabonis, and they also have Miles Turner. Uh, Davion Mitchell, as a fan of the University of Houston and watching what the Baylor Bears did to the University of Houston in the Final Four and watching Davion Mitchell um, up close and uh, personal, if he makes it to number uh, 13, I think it would be a shock uh, of the way my board ended up working out uh, with no trades. uh, Davion Mitchell getting to the Pacers would be an absolute steal for them. Last year, he shot forty-four point seven from the three-point line. He averaged fourteen points per game, two and a half assist or two and a half rebounds, five and a half uh, assist. Uh, he's a great defender. He can get to the rim whenever he wants, and he has the ability to knock down shots. Um, so, the thirteenth overall pick, Davion Mitchell, point guard Baylor, goes to the Indiana Pacers. Uh, the fourteenth overall selection uh, for. Uh, the Golden State uh, Warriors, um, I hate to admit this, uh, but I am going to go with another great selection for them. Um, I am going to go with Trey um, Murphy uh, for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, and if you remember earlier in the show, their first pick, we took James Bunide. Uh, We are going to go with Trey Murphy. Here, the six-foot-nine, we'll call him a a guard forward uh, for the University of uh, Virginia. He was a transfer from Rice University, um, played two years there in Conference USA, moved uh, to Virginia, uh, and last year for the uh, Virginia uh, University, he averaged 11.3 points per game, uh, shot a ridiculous 93% from the free-throw line he shot 43% from 3 on nearly 5 attempts per game. Um so when you look at what the Golden State Warriors are looking for, you can see that they're they've they got their big man last year in James Wiseman. They've got now obviously Steph Curry, you've got Draymond Green, you've got Klay Thompson, you've got Andrew Wiggins. I think they're going to look to move Wiggins in an attempt to further improve their roster. Um, but if Trey Murphy is here, a six foot nine guy who can knock down the three ball is there. I feel like they will take uh, a chance on Trey Murphy uh, forward out of uh, Virginia. Now uh, we're about twenty five minutes into the show and about halfway done, so we're making good pace here. So thank you guys so much for listening live here on Spotify Green Room. Uh, and if you're listening this week, if you have any thoughts on this uh, mock draft, you can send me a tweet at bsw podcast underscore m. B, uh, the Washington Wizards hold the uh, 15th overall selection. I have them selecting Corey Kispert uh, with this uh, pick. Corey Kispert is an individual who, if some have um, noted, is going to be the best shooter out of this draft. And it's, This draft, especially with what we've talked about thus far, this draft shows that the, the NBA is acknowledging that we are moving more and more to an outside type of game. Guys, the guys who survive in this league are the ones who can succeed at shooting the three ball at a very, very high percentage. Not that that hasn't been true, um, you know, before this, but especially now guys are working on their three point shot as young as possible to develop it by the time they find a way to get to the league, uh, Kispert, six foot seven uh, forward from Gonzaga. Uh, last year, when you look at his numbers overall, he started off, he's a four-year guy at Gonzaga, which I like a lot. And he's also improved every single year, 17 and 18. His first year, he averaged seven points per game this past season. He averaged 19 points and then eight points in his second year, 13.9 in his third year. So Corey Kispert's a guy that has improved year over year. Um, not only that, his three-point percentage has also improved year over year. He went from 35% to 37% to 438 to 44%. Uh, so Corey Kispert uh, makes a lot of sense uh, to go into the Wizards uh, organization there with the 15th overall pick. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder made a selection earlier in the draft taking Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, this pick for me at number 16 is going to be key Keon uh, Johnson. And most people, you hear the name Keon Johnson, you go who? And if you go to YouTube and you look at his um, his highlights, Keon Johnson out of the University of Tennessee uh, can do a lot of things on the basketball court at six foot five. That would astound you. I mean, eleven point three points per game, uh, three and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. He averages steal. He got you nearly a block a game. Uh, Only 27% from the three-point line, but I think Keon Johnson has the ability to be a plus defender at the next level. I think he did enough at Tennessee playing along the long side, the likes of a guy like Jaden Springer, who I think is also going to be a first round pick. Um, So he's done quite a bit at Tennessee to show that he's going to be a player at uh, the next level. Um, So, that is the selection at number sixteen. So let's get back on track with our picks. Um, the in today's trade, the number seventeen pick now belongs to the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Um, so with the New Orleans Pelicans selecting at number seventeen, I will have them selecting guard Chris Duarte out of the University of. Um, Oregon and the University of Oregon uh, guard here. Some people would say that they would take the likes of Trey Mann um, over uh, Chris Duarte. And I have Chris Mann going uh, in the first round, but I'm a big fan of, of what I see from Chris Duarte. And that's why I have Duarte going before um, Chris Mann. So, when you look at Chris Darts, he's 6'6", 190 pounds uh, in his senior season with Oregon. Again, another four-year guy, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, he played in 34 of 40 minutes in a game. He averaged 34.1 minutes per game, 17.1 points. Uh, and he shot 43.2% from the field, including 43% from three. Um, and look, the, the kid was a first-team all-Pac-12, Pac-12, Pac-12 all-defensive team. If if the Pelicans can come out of this draft with Chris Duarte, take that win and run with it. So I got Chris Duarte going number seventeen with the third selection for the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Again, recapping, they've taken Jonathan Kaminga, they took Keon Johnson, and then with their third pick, I have them taking uh, Zaire uh, Williams, the shooting guard from Stanford, six foot eight. He averaged 10.7 points per game last season, 4.6 rebounds and 2.2 assists. Um, Look, this, this kid before going to Stanford was a consensus top 10 pick uh, going into school. The Stanford route for him basketball wise was questionable when he did it. Um, Not to, you know, undermine how great of a school Stanford is, but you know, if he's going to uh, just go there for the year and, it, he doesn't do himself any much justice, I should say, by going to Stanford, playing on the West Coast, not getting enough eyes on him as a prospect. But he still has great size at six foot eight, um, great athleticism. So I don't think he would fall past uh, number 18 for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Number 19, uh, the New York Knicks, I have selecting Miles um, McBride. Uh, Miles McBride, very—I um, don't want to say he's an under the radar type guy, but some people have him going as high as number twelve. Uh, s- some have him, you know, not going in the first round at all, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Miles McBride, another guard, six foot two, two hundred pounds, comes from that tough, defensive-minded uh, philosophy at the University of West Virginia. Uh, but still, last year, 16 points uh, per game. Uh, he only averaged uh, a, two fouls a game, which some people look at that stat and they laugh. But to me, when you go to a school like West Virginia with how defensive-minded they are, for him to be able to stay in games and average 34 minutes a game and not foul is is is, is a rare find uh, for an NBA team. He also shot 42% from three, five assists, two steals per game as well. Uh, Miles McBride, as a Rockets fan, is a guy that I look at. And I know we're drafting Jalen Green at number two, but Miles McBride is a guy that I would like the Rockets to take a look at if he makes it to number 23 or 24, which I do not believe that he will. Uh, the 20th pick that I am going to make for the Atlanta Hawks uh, is an international. Uh, guy alperin sangoon six foot ten um two hundred and forty pounds goes to the atlanta Hawks um now this is a guy that i like I like this pick for atlanta to give them some front court depth because Clyde capella huge fan of the guy, but his injuries are starting to creep into his repertoire and the fact that they lost their backup big man. His name evades me at this point. Um, but I want to say for the year, uh, we'll get a look at uh, his name and see if we can come up with that here in a minute. But when you talk about Singun, um, he's a throwback center who's been playing professionally in Turkey since 2018. Um, he's a type of guy, he's a very Arvidas Sabonis-esque type of guy, back to the basket get you a baby hook shot, get you a bucket down low. Uh, but he's a guy that in today's NBA, I do feel like um, is making a comeback, you know, for the longest time, people, you know, especially here in Houston, we're talking about the small ball mentality. Um, they were talking about, you know, there, there's no need for a big man. There's in today's NBA, cause you were going small. We'll look at the last four in this year's NBA playoffs. you talk about Clay Capella. Um, you talk about uh, Brooke Lopez. You're talking about um, oh, what's the guy's name in, in Phoenix? The the center um, out of... Let me see if I can find it here. Um, but anyway, moving on. Sangoon goes to the Atlanta uh, Hawks. Uh, but the the fact that DeAndre Aiden, there it is DeAndre Aiden, center for the Suns. You need a big, a traditional big man to survive moving forward in the NBA is how I see the league going. I might be wrong. I've been wrong multiple times before, as my wonderful girlfriend likes to point out to me, but that's neither here nor there. Love you, dear. Um, you talk about, uh, let's go through picks 11 through 20. Just to recap before we get to the last uh, 10 picks Um, number 11 uh, we have the Charlotte Hornets selecting Jalen Johnson number 12 the Spurs collecting uh, selecting Kai Jones I should say 13 the Indiana Pacers select Baylor guard Davion Mitchell the Warriors selecting Trey Murphy forward out of Virginia the Wizards selecting Corey Kispert out of Gonzaga the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder selecting Keon Johnson the New Orleans Pelicans At number 17, selecting um, do-it-all man Chris Duarte from Oregon. And at number 18, the Thunder selecting Zaire Williams. Mm -hmm. And at number 19, the Knicks selecting Miles McBride out of West Virginia. And at number 20, the Hawks going with big man Alperin Sangoon. The Knicks have another pick at number 21, and – this is a guy that I am extremely high on as a Rockets fan. I hope, I would have hoped he would have made it to us at number 23. Uh, but Isaiah Jackson, big man out of uh, Kentucky, moves to uh, number uh, 21, goes to the New York Knicker uh, Bockers. When you talk about Isaiah Jackson, tremendous upside. Uh, tremendous, tremendous upside. A uh, guy who, again, went to the University of Kentucky last year, nine points per game, um, three blocks per game. He stands at six 6'10", 206 pounds, uh, tremendous leaping ability for this guy. Three blocks per game, a steal he had, uh, six and a half rebounds per game. Um, this guy reminds me a lot of a Clint Capella. Type guy, really good springs. He's a plug and play guy. I think he does need to get stronger, as we talked about at the top of the show. Um, But the Knicks coming out of this with Miles McBride and Isaiah Jackson, they're getting two guys, uh, defensive minded guys. Isaiah Jackson is the type that can defend the rim, can be that big guy who stands next to, uh, not stands next to, but plays next to uh, Julius Randle, I should say. Um. With the number 22 overall pick, I have the uh, Los Angeles Lakers uh, selecting Ayo uh, Dusunmu. Uh, Ayo Dusunmu, who, let's face it, the the, the Lakers right now are in absolute win-now mode. They need guys that can come in and play at a high level that don't need a ton of coaching. Uh, Ao Dasunmu out of Illinois uh, University, the Fighting Illini, six foot five, two hundred pounds. Um, his his numbers to me, he averaged twenty points uh, last year. He is a three year guy in college, um, so he he's more developed in the way of playing against higher competition for an extended period of time uh, in college. Thirty nine percent from three. Year over year, he went from 2019 and 2020 to 2020, 2021. He raised his shooting percentage from 29.6% to 39%. Uh, percent. So Ayo Dasun-Mu, uh, really solid selection for the Los Angeles Lakers. That brings me to uh, my team, America's team, uh, the Houston Rockets, uh, with the number 23 and 24 overall picks. Now, uh, to give a recap of their earlier selection, they did select uh, Jalen Green. Now, with the 23 and 24 overall pick, uh, I think it is important to note that I do not believe the Rockets will keep 23 and 24. I think they will keep one of them. I think there's a really good chance that they trade the other one for some more draft equity in the second round. Uh, Potentially, they do not have a second uh, round pick. Um, if you have listened to this show in the past couple of weeks, there's a guy that I am incredibly high on and that's Uzman Garuba, power forward uh, out of Spain. That's why I'm selecting with the 23rd overall selection, versatile, high level defender. Um, he is not an offensive guy. He He's at six foot eight. He's the type of guy that offensively, he needs some, he needs some work when you talk about defense, on the defensive end of the floor, this is a defensive stopper. And as a Rockets fan, you look at the potential of adding an Usman Garuba. If you run out a, a lineup, let's just say, of Kevin Porter Jr., Jalen Green, Jay Sean Tate, Christian Wood, and Usman Garuba, that type of lineup is young, they are hungry, and they will get after you on a – very consistent basis. So I am drooling at the idea of adding an Uzman Garuba uh, to this roster. So that is the selection. I'm going to make at number 23. Um, The number 24 pick, I am going to go with a point guard um, that I'm relatively, I like, I don't love uh, this guy, but uh, when you look at the, Potential of you have Kevin Porter Jr. The Rockets need to find him a long-term backup at the at the position. And as it's been pointed out to me numerous times before, the Rockets don't need to draft on um, you know rotational needs. You take talent, and Sharif Cooper from Auburn, the freshman point guard at six foot one, is a talent that I don't think the Rockets can afford to pass up on. Six foot one, like I said. 20.2 points per game, excuse me, four and a half rebounds, 8.8 assists. So for this Auburn team playing in the SEC, he averaged the 20 points, four rebounds and eight assists per game. His three-point shot has to improve. But when you talk about a guy that can distribute the ball, find the open man, and, and get his uh, team to play at a high level uh, consistently, I would love this type of guy to be leading the second unit If the Rockets were looking to move on from D.J. Augustine, who they do have under contract this season, D.J. Augustine as an expiring deal, potentially being traded to a a playoff team, the Rockets could very easily fit in a guy like Sharif Cooper. Uh, So that wraps up the Rockets draft as we swiftly move through the last um, six picks here. Uh, The Los Angeles Clippers at number 25, I have them selecting Joshua Primo. Um, now the the Clippers again are also in a in an interesting spot because this year they came oh so close to making it to the NBA Finals. Would have been their first NBA Finals uh, in their uh, history. Injuries derailed them. The Suns did end up you know defeating them. But I feel like if they were uh, healthy, uh, the Clippers would have had a good shot to make it to the NBA Finals. Um, so with this pick, I have them going Joshua Primo, six foot six, freshman out of Alabama. Roll tied, roll. Um, the number twenty seven selection with the Brooklyn Nets. I have them selecting a guy that, again, that I am pretty high on uh, in this draft. I feel like uh, if the Rockets don't take a Sharif Cooper, I would love to see them take a guy that's going to go here at number twenty seven and Jaden Springer, another point guard out of. Uh, Tennessee shot the three ball forty four percent at a, a very very high uh, level, um, and, and he could become a part of a bench brigade for the Nets, who already have a ridiculously high amount of talent in Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, uh, Joe Harris. They need some guys to come off of the bench um, that they can that they can rely on. So, <coughs> excuse me. Jaden Springer comes off the board at number 27. Um, And before I wrap up, it looks like we have our first speaker request. So uh, that individual is gone. Owen, if you would like to come back on, go ahead and hit the request to speak button. Moving to the 28th pick, um, our buddy Daryl Morey, who's now uh, in Philadelphia, is going to take a a chance on a guy that's got a, a health condition. Uh, with his heart, but Jared Butler point guard out of Baylor, let me put it this way. If, if Jared Butler was cleared as a prospect and there were no red flags medically for this kid, uh, he would be a top 15 selection in my eyes. Uh, he's a complete player. He's six foot four is 195 pounds, great NBA body, um, uh, And if if the NBA can find a way to clear this kid and the the Sixers at number 28 would get, in my eyes, the steal of the first round with Jared Butler, 42% from three, five assists, three and a half rebounds, can defend, can shoot, he can do it all. He's a a five-tool type of guy going into the NBA. Um, So I would – the Sixers make a a, a selection there uh, that I would consider a home run in Jared Butler. Um, At number 29, uh, I've got the Phoenix Suns making the selection of uh, Trey Mann, point guard out of Florida. Again, another point guard, guard heavy. There's a lot of guards that are going to go in this draft, and that's the way the NBA is going is that you have to have multiple guards on your team uh, that can play at a high level or you're not going to be able to compete. Uh, Trey Mann, 40.2% from uh, three-point line last season. Uh, he has the ability to either play the, the – he's a combo guard. He can play the point guard position. He can play the shooting guard position. Uh, so that's a guy to watch out for uh, for the Phoenix Suns, especially if they're going to lose Chris Paul. And their backup, Cameron Payne, is also a free agent. So the Suns could be looking at staring down the barrel of needing some guard help and needing it fairly quickly. So Trey Mann, University of Florida, there – Um, And then with the 30th overall selection, final selection of our NBA mock draft 2.0, I have the Utah Jazz selecting Josh Christopher, uh, the shooting guard out of Arizona State. Um, This is a guy that a very uh, good buddy of mine, co-host of this show, uh, Ray Lucas, has been high on since the draft process started. Uh, He's a guard with size, limited number of games, showed an ability to basically get a bucket whenever he wants. Uh, my comparison for Josh Christopher at the next level is uh, Lou uh, Williams, uh, Rockets legend Lou Williams, I should say. Uh, so that is going to do it for um, my version of the mock draft. Um, if Before I wrap the show up, if you'd like to go, come on and speak about anything NBA draft related, Rockets uh, or any other team that you're a fan of, go ahead and hit the, Uh, request to speak button. I'd love to hear from you and and chop it up here on SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take. Um, So the number 21 overall pick, Isaiah Isaiah Jackson to the New York Knicks. Uh, Number uh, 22 uh, to the Lakers was Ayo Dasunmu. Number 23 and number 24, the Rockets selected uh, Usman Garuba and Sharif Cooper in that order. Number 25, the Clippers selected Joshua Primo. Number 26, the Nuggets selected Josh Christopher. Number 27, the Nets selected Jaden Springer. Number 28, the 76ers selected Jared Butler. Number 29, the Suns selected Trey Mann. And at number 30, the Jazz selected uh, Josh Christopher. So that'll do it for today's episode of SB Nation's The Dream Shakes, The Dream Take Podcast. Make sure to follow uh, myself, most importantly, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, my Twitter is at BSW Podcast underscore NB. You can give the Dream Take a follow at the Dream Take on Twitter. You can follow the mothership of the Dream Take, the Dream Shake, at Dream Shake SBN. Uh, make sure to follow uh, the Dream Shake on Facebook at the Dream Shake for all things Houston Rockets every single day as we are uh, updating our uh, page there every day with all new uh, Rockets takes as well. So we will be back on Thursday night live for the NBA draft. I suspect Ray will be here. I will be here. Jeremy will be here. Uh, Who knows who else? It's going to be a great night for uh, all of the Houston Rockets uh, community. So with all that being said, thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to the show. And until next time, go Rockets.